Previously on the Dice Girls. If you can bring me a gnome within the next week, I will believe that you are ready to serve our purpose. And if not, as Modius help you. We'll do it in five. So I have something I haven't told you. <laughs> I'm not human. She's a changeling. Will Kai's plan fool the tieflings? What sort of danger is she putting herself into? And most importantly, do all gnomes come from Walmart? You're about to find out. With sugar and spice and a roll of the dice, you're listening to The Dice Girls. is crazy <laughs> we were in the scuttle and kai is standing there as kai and y'all have this little like cute heartwarming <laughs> like we love you no matter what kind of scene and biller basically just said well guys it looks like we have a plan what's the plan <laughs> <laughs> well unless i'm mistaken here i think that kai mentioned that that she had a plan and I'm pretty sure I can figure out what it is. Do you want to share what you were thinking, Kai? Yeah, I will turn into a gnome and then we will have a gnome to give to Carmos. That's it. That's the plan. (laughs) I mean, it's a little better than a clockwork gnome. It's a lot better than a clockwork gnome. Yeah. Way less expensive, too. That's very true. All right. we We should get our story straight and get a disguise... And maybe just a little backstory, just in case, like where you're from or something like that. Mm, where am I from? <laughs> where do gnomes come from? Yeah, so there a lot of us before we were here. We lived in the small forest town of Grimwick. It's in the Walmart woodlands. Uh, and <laughs> I'm sorry, Walmart. <laughs> in the Walmart parking lot. Like... <laughs> it's the garden section. <laughs> it's the Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Which I didn't realize until I said out loud sounds exactly like Walmart uh, without the T. <sighs> but but yeah, many of us <laughs> many of us are are from that that general area. You should probably write that down, don't you? Think? <laughs> or you'll remember it. Yeah. I'll okay. Alright. So I remember Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> from the Walmart parking lot, the garden section. <laughs> Yeah, so that's where that's where many of us many of us hail from. So is there a like a gnome manual that she should read to know how to act so that Carmos is not suspicious? Billard looks at you a little bit funny and he cocks his head and he's, he's, he says, uh, well, I mean, we're, we're kind of just like everybody else. I just, you know, I think I think she'll be okay. Okay. I think I think she'll be fine. We don't have any like secret dances or anything like that. Okay. No, like midnight rituals to be a gnome. Right. Yeah. No, you're. She'll she'll be fine. I, I kind of doubt they're going to be questioning her on the the history of gnomedom. I think I think she'll be okay. What if they do? I mean, do you want me to give her a brief history of the whole? <laughs> have you got some flashcards? Well, <laughs> you know, I keep some right here in my pocket. Now I don't have any flashcards. Maybe just if there's something that you don't eat or something that's forbidden that you would never say or do might be helpful. 
I don't, I don't think so. I think we're pretty, I think we're pretty much like everybody else. I don't oh. think there's any, All right. I mean, we're pretty laid back, easygoing people, you know, we like mischief and fun. And I think a, a changeling probably has a good handle on mischief. Mm-hmm. I would guess, and, and one that's being captured dilly really doesn't need to be having a lot of fun anyway, so, <laughs> I, you know, I think I think she's got this under wraps. All right, let's go. Don't back. I have to get my eyes removed first? You you probably should do that, yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Eyes uh, removed? <laughs> uh, not, we're going to have to leave you, like... <laughs> no, the mark. Okay, that's better. I'm getting rid of Mark. Okay. Oh, I love Mark. Can I have him? <laughs> You already have more. Okay. So, yeah, the uh, the removal process for the mark of the betrayer is actually quite simple. Romulus, he walks over to you, and he basically says, hold still. This isn't going to hurt. <laughs> and he kind of, like, puts his hand uh, over your eyes, and then he just whispers in your ear, I forgive you. Feel kind of a warmth coming from his hand when he removes his hand and you open your eyes. The other people in the room can see that the mark is now gone. And so you no longer have the mark of the betrayer. And so um, now your eyes are just the white with no pupils that they, they that a changeling has. Yeah. So. Kind of hard to tell when you're looking at me. <laughs> I'll turn my face in your general okay. direction. Thank you. We can just get a marker and... <laughs> Maybe we should make her face dirty after she changes, like we've been just treating her rough. Yeah, we'll go roll her in the dirt now. Okay. After. That'd <laughs> be fun. All the way down the hill. You can, you can absolutely yeah. do that. That's a good idea. I like mm-hmm. it. I like it. I can't help but wonder if if we need to, like, fake her death or anything. I don't suppose we have anything just lying around for that. Okay, I was thinking about that. Ooh. And we could say Mara felt bad about having to bring them a gnome. So you guys killed her. And if I do need to change out of the gnome form, I can just become somebody else. Oh, okay. What about your pants? Your pants and your shirts? Will she need... do when you When you change into a gnome, do you... Have the gnome outfit when you change into yeah, do, it, or are you the, just naked? Do the clothes change? Because, <laughs> like, I changed from Mara to Kai, and but Mara's a little taller than Kai, so, like, are my clothes too like a little tight? Right <laughs> oh. Uh, your clothes do not change, so, yeah, you're, you're, you're feeling a little, uh, <laughs> your clothes are a little tight, um, a little loose. loose. A little loose. Yeah. 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 Sorry. So it's because uh, here it suggests that changelings keep a couple extra sets of clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Bill Rick says, "Well, we've got uh, we've got plenty of uh, gnomes. Let me go. Let me go ask around real quick. We've got plenty of gnomes. Gnome resistance. We've got plenty. Just restocked yesterday." <laughs> borrow some clothes from i'm gonna go um i'll go i'll go ask around and, and get you some clothing before you make the shift Billrick leaves the room and comes back a few moments later uh and he's got a gnome-sized change of clothes <laughs> for you <laughs> and then everyone kind of leaves the room for a moment to let you <laughs> have your privacy and change so 
So uh, when you two and Talon and Bilric and Rom and Verstum, <laughs> whew, this is a big party. Uh, when you guys all enter the room again, there is a small gnome standing there. Well, hello, little one. Who are you? Trigus, it's me. What? <laughs> Magma? Are you in there? Yeah. You're very good at this. <laughs> Thank you, Trigus. Can I hug you? I guess. Hug. <laughs> that was for the listeners at home. <laughs> That's what hugs sound like. Hugs sound like. Hug. <laughs> kind of like, he circles around you and is like, just kind of looking at you and he just looks really impressed. And he he says, Kai, I've never met a changeling before, but uh, well, as far as I know, I've never met a changeling before. This is impressive. This is this is some ability that you have. Thank you. Thank you for being willing to help us out and quite honestly put yourself in some danger to do so. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> what time is it? It's actually probably evening because you headed back to the scuttle. It's been a very long day. <laughs> this morning you were in Carmos's office. Then you had the like almost full day's journey back and then Bill mm. called the immediately. So it's probably late evening. Let's get a good night's rest before before, before we take we, off. Before we go tying anybody up. <laughs> you all get a good night's rest. And um, I think if you guys are ready, they are ready to send you on your way. So probably, like, Trigus and I should probably take most of your weapons. Um, that way it looks like we actually killed you yeah. and looted you. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is there anywhere you could hide, like, a dagger or something, if that makes you more comfortable to have something in your boot or something like that, that we could act like we didn't notice was on you, just in case? Yeah, I'll take one of my daggers and slip it into my boot. Okay, cool. Yeah, and we'll just hold the rest <laughs> of your stuff for you. It's yeah. cool. We should we should probably tie you up now, right? If someone sees us along the way. Yeah. Uh Trigus, you have that you have that rope of inconvenience. Here it is. It's it's pretty convenient right now, I gotta <laughs> <Yeah>. say. <laughs> yes it is. Should I tie her up? Uh yeah, let's uh let's tie her up and then we'll we'll rough her up a little bit on, along the way. <laughs> so you uh Trigus tie up Kai and Bilric says, Is is she gonna go? Are you gonna go by the name of Kai? Um, or are you gonna Probably not a good idea. Okay, yeah. What's a gnomish name? <laughs> um well you can always name yourself after Mixus. She's she's been here for a while. That's a gnome name for sure. Hi Nobody guys, really knows her. my name is Mixus. <laughs> Hi Mixus. <laughs> uh, she's all tied up. The rope is a little short, so it's kind of hard to. <laughs> it's magically shorter. Uh, it's a little difficult to to get her tied up, um, but you do manage to do so. Talon has kind of just been speechlessly watching this whole thing. Like he's still a little bit in shock. <laughs> he thinks it's the coolest thing he's ever seen. For some kind of, he smiles at the three of you, and he actually comes over and gives each of you a hug before you leave and he just he looks very grateful for your help and and rom kind of he nods at the three of you like in respect um which is a pretty big pretty big gesture from romulus and they leave the four of you then you all leave the scuttle do we want to do the scene where you like get dirt all over kai (laughs) yeah i think at first rockman just like goes and scoops up some dirt and like rubs it on her face and like tossles her hair and stuff and the whole time she's like I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) I'm really sorry about this (laughs) and then I cut her face with a dagger just a small just a small cut so she's bleeding a little bit Trigus is out for blood (laughs) literally (laughs) do you warn her beforehand 
an attack roll. <laughs> oh, oh no. Oh no. I do tell her if I ha- tell her ahead of time, do I not have to roll? Because I don't want to hurt her. You see, I mean, you're trying yeah. to cut her face. Well, this is like mutual agreement. <laughs> I think you still need to make an attack roll. Okay, with a. Uh, what are you cutting her face with? A tiny dagger. <laughs> Uh, roll your, roll your, yeah, roll your d20. Okay. Like, maybe like just a piece of paper, like a paper cut. (laughs) I like that better. I prefer tiny dagger over paper cut. (laughs) 20. We're actually going to say that that's a really good thing. Okay. Um, You achieve your purpose really well. Okay. Which is to give her a small cut without actually Without hurting her. Good, good, good. Chopping my head clean off. If you rolled a one, then you would have oh. like really hurt her. Oh no, this game is crazy. <laughs> um, but no, you achieved. Uh, you really masterfully just like exactly what and where you wanted to make this cut on her face. You do so. You're welcome. Thanks, Trigus. And we're going to say that she doesn't even take any damage from it, because that's probably what you were... You probably were not... I didn't even consider damaging her. (laughs) Well, it's kind of on the face, I mean. Um, But no, with a 20, we're going to... Yeah, you didn't do any damage at all. Good job. Thank you. All right, so uh, Mixus, you're a little roughed up. Talon doesn't. He laughs at you guys the whole time that you're doing this. Uh, he just kind of laughs and, and shakes his head and just kind of watches you guys basically have fun fake beating up Mixus. <laughs> so uh, then she gets all roughed up and, and Talon says, well, well, dudes, are you ready to, are you ready to go? Yes. Yeah. As ready as I'll ever be. I think we've got a pretty good plan here, guys. I think it's, I think it's, well, I think it's rad. I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna be all right. I think so too. I hope you guys are right. Hey guys, do you want to hear some new and veteran-ish players as they dive into a completely homebrew world created by our talented DM Liam? Then join us for an old-school, authentic D&D experience as we focus on collaborative storytelling in an open world, allowing us, as players, to cause as much anxiety as possible for our DM. Catch us on most podcast platforms, visit our website, and come chat to us on social media. Modified Rule. Come and join the adventure. Dicelings, it's Becca, your DM, and I want to say thank you so much to everyone for listening, for tweeting about the show, for using our hashtag, the Dice Girls. We so much appreciate it. The other people we super appreciate are our patrons on Patreon, and we got two new ones this week, and we want to say a huge special thank you to them. The first one is Coruscant Knights. They are a Star Wars RPG podcast, so go and give them a listen, because that sounds pretty awesome, to be frank. Also, we want to 
say a huge thank you to Elizabeth Ross, our other new patron this week. Thank you, thank you so much, Dicelings. We would not be able to do the things that we're doing and that we're talking about doing and that we're getting excited about doing. We wouldn't be able to do any of that without your support. So a sincere thank you from all of us. If you would like to also become a patron, all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash the dice girls. We have so much bonus content on there that it's a little crazy. I was checking it out the other day. We have over 200 posts that are extra content of all different sorts. We're posting on there almost every single weekday. So go on over and check it out if you'd like to support the show. Something else that's really cool that happened recently is I got to join Jamie from Guardians of the Galaxy, not Guardians of the Galaxy. (laughs) I got to join Jamie from Guardians of the Multiverse, which is way better than Guardians of the Galaxy. Please, please don't sue me. Marvel. Again, third time's a charm, right? I got to join Jamie from Guardians of the Multiverse and Sarah from Sacrosanct RP for an episode of Across the Plains. That was so much fun. We basically got to sit around and talk about role-playing games and creating safe spaces for our players and all sorts of different topics on the subject. It was an absolute blast. If you'd like to check it out, you can look it up on Across the Plains and it's episode number two. Thanks again to everyone who's listening and I'm going to stop blabbing and let you guys get back to the action. You guys um, start headed back towards Timbertide. So you um, you uneventfully get back to Timbertide with the tied-up gnome. And Talon says, are we ready to head back to, to this church? Should we chain up mixtape? Or should we just hold her by the neck as we walk in to show that we hate her? I, I think that's up to... I think, well, that's a good question, dudes. Uh, well, we don't want to hurt her. No. I'll hold her by the... You could just, like, draw your axe or something and have it pointed at me. I could. (laughs) (laughs) Or I could pick you up by the back of your shirt, like, (laughs) like, like the middle back of the shirt. So I'm just holding you up and, like, if you weren't tied up, your arms and legs would just be dangling. (laughs) (laughs) That works, too. It's more intimidating that way. Okay, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw you. I'm gonna try and be gentle about it. But we've got... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, we're gonna walk in there, and I'm gonna I'm gonna toss you onto his desk. <laughs> I mean, we- Talon is looking at you, and his eyes are kind of wide. <laughs> wow, dude, I didn't know you had that in you. Well, look, we need to we need to impress these people. We need to make sure that they think that we're on their side. Um, I like it. If being a little bit more careless about a alleged gnome is is gonna do it, then that's just what I'm gonna do. I mean, is this all okay with you, dude? This guy, this is you. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm just kind of curious to see what happens. All right. Um. So you go back to the church, and the front door is actually slightly open, and Talon Talon kind of leads the way. Rachna, you are carrying Kai disguised as Mixus. By the back of her shirt. Um, and I've got, like, my best scared face on. Good idea. Like, my eyes are mm, wide, mm. and I'm just, like, looking around frantically. 
Um, the sanctuary door is, is open all the way. So you step into the vestibule, um, with the church door slightly open. And then there's the door to the sanctuary is open all the way. So you make your way through the sanctuary. It's, you notice it's quiet inside, but you do see a light coming from Carmos's office. I just yell, hello, Carmax. We are here. I, I barge in the door. <laughs> uh, and I throw Kai onto his desk and knock some some of his stuff off his desk. <laughs> Can we do a dexterity check? Oh, no. I really <laughs> wish you didn't say that, but okay. <laughs> that would be a good time for a 20. <laughs> Is that my first nat 20? <laughs> that might be. So tell us exactly what this looks like, because you nail it. <laughs> Exactly however you imagined it going in your head is how it goes. <laughs> She's holding up Nomkai with her left hand, and she turns the doorknob. <laughs> but she busts in, like, with her arm or her shoulder a little bit um, to, to intimidatingly bust the door open. And takes a few steps in and throws the gnome directly onto his desk and... Nomkai slides a little bit on the desk and knocks some of his trinkets off. Like, Kai slides just like, just lands in the middle of the desk right in front of him. I'm like, glad with he, a little squeal. <laughs> I'm glad he was there because then you'd have to do it over again. Yeah. And then that time you'd get a one. <laughs> no, he's definitely there. Uh, he looks very shocked uh, when there is suddenly a tied up gnome on his desk. And he kind of, he looks up at the three, yeah, the three of you, because Talon's with you. <laughs> and he is, he's clearly shocked and impressed. Well, it looks like the three of you have incredibly good timing. That was fast. I don't know where you managed to find a gnome so quickly, but I'm impressed. Uh, I, my deacons are due here at any moment for our weekly meeting. Would you care to join us? Yes. Where is your other friend? There were, there were more of you last time, weren't there? We killed her. You killed your companion? Why would you do this, such a thing? The human girl had second thoughts about our mission. Uh, as soon as we captured the gnome, she started to back out. She wasn't interested. And, well, she knew too much at this point. We couldn't let her live. It was the only option. Roll a deception check for me. <laughs> oh, no. That's a four. That's a four. <laughs> oh, no. What, what 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 do you add to it? Charisma? Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Plus one. Oh. Okay. He um he listens to your story and he raises another eyebrow at you and kind of squints his eyes pretty pretty suspiciously. He says, You would kill your friend over a simple disagreement about what to do? That doesn't seem likely to me. It was more than just a disagreement. We had already been here. If we had let her go and let her live, she could have told anyone. I'm not saying it was easy. It wasn't. Uh, we had been traveling with her for a few months now. And and I admit a bit of attachment to her in that time. Uh, but some things must be done. And she sang in her sleep. It was annoying. Very. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's about... He, he opens his mouth to ask you another question. Um, but before he can get any words out, uh, you hear some scuffling and laughter coming from the sanctuary. And a moment later, three tieflings come bursting through the door. They are smaller than Carmos. They're all like pale skinned, 
and they all have red hair and freckles. The female has two spiral horns that stick straight up, and both males have smaller curved horns. And they stop in their tracks when they see you, and their eyes get wide. And one of the male tieflings points at the gnome on his on, on Carmos's desk, and he says, "Gnome!" <laughs> and the other two instinctively reach out to grab him before he lunges towards the gnome. And the female rolls her eyes, and she looks at Carmos and says, "What's with them? We collecting orcs and, and dragons and fish now too? <laughs> what a dragon!" <laughs> Talon is a dragon. What? <laughs> <laughs> He's a dragon? Yes. He's like a dragon human. He's a dragon humanoid. Yeah. He looks yeah. like a dragon. Oh my god, I love him yeah. even more. I know, right? He's a pretty cool dude, bro. <laughs> He's a green, he's a green dragonborn. Oh my gosh. Okay, yes. I got the dragonborn, but that's like on Skyrim, that's just a person. Oh. Yeah. So that's why I was oh, yeah. confused. Okay. No, okay. Sorry, he yeah. looks like a dragon. Wow. Rockna like cocks her head and puts an arm up on her hip and looks at these three who just came in. Uh, <laughs> and she says something cool. <laughs> Which I'm Which getting is. to. <laughs> Is this the kind of riffraff that you're letting into your following? Carmos kind of like, he like rubs his temples like he's just so, he's so done with these three. <laughs> Visitors, these are my deacons. Oh. Harold, Breus, and Satari. Kindly explain to them why you're here. We brought you a gnome. We're here to join. Carmos looks down at the gnome on his desk and, and he kind of like, he makes a disgusted face. Was it necessary to put it directly on my desk? It smells. I don't have a snappy comeback for that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, you smell. (laughs) (laughs) Just just Kai. No! (laughs) Is Kai just silent this whole time? Yeah. Okay. Well, show me where we should take it. So Satari, who is the female, <laughs> the female tiefling, she kind of puts her hand on her hip as well and like stands up a little straighter, uh, and just, and just looks at Rachna and, and she opens her mouth to talk, but Harold says, why are you traveling with a gnome? Thought we didn't like gnomes. And Carmos kind of rolls his eyes and says, Harold, we've been through this. They brought us a gnome to take to Sadie. Oh. And the third, um, the third tiefling, who's kind of been, who's kind of been silently looking at the three of you the whole time, he kind of like sniffs the air a little bit and, and he says, I don't like them. They smell funny. We should kill them. And, and Carmel says, no, 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 no. They brought us a gnome. We do not kill people who bring us gifts. And Brea says, can we at least kill the gnome? And Carmos just kind of like shakes his head and closes his eyes. No, you fools. Sadie hasn't tested this one yet. We test them and then we kill them. What if this one is the one? And all three of them kind of look almost hungrily at Kai on the desk. Satari speaks up and says, well, well, we should take it to Sadie right away, boss. You, you want us to escort them? And Carmos kind of looks around his office. He, he, he kind of like, he had paperwork on his desk. <laughs> now there's a gnome on it. <laughs> So he says, yes, please do. I've got so much to do. And don't mess it up this time. Remember the screaming one that got away? 
And Satari says, oh, come on, boss, that was months ago. And Harold says, yeah, yeah, months ago, not counting the one we lost last week. And Breus kind of like elbows Harold in the ribs. And Carmos just waves his hand dismissively. <sighs> and he looks at Rachna and he says, These three are going to escort you to our high priestess, Sadie. She will be very interested in your known friend. Please remove it from my office and go with them. Without saying anything, <laughs> Rachna just picks up Kai again from the back of her shirt and carries her off. She falls behind the deacons with Trigus. <laughs> He's still there. Yeah, Talon, the dragon dude, the dragon dude, Talon. Yeah. <laughs> you walk out of the sanctuary into the vestibule, and you hear kind of like a muffled sound coming from the closed door um, by the entrance. And again, you notice that like indentation on the door. It's the same shape as the symbol of Asmodeus, but it's a little bit lopsided. So one of the sides is a little longer than the others. Like it stands out. Um, and the three deacons kind of glance at each other as you, as you pass by the door and you can hear them kind of whispering to each other. You hear Breus say, remind me why we can't break in there and see what she's hiding. And Satari, the female says, uh, cause she'll kill us when she finds out. And Harold says, how's she gonna know? And Satari kind of says, she's the high priestess. Of course she's gonna know. Now shut up. We're saying too much. And then she, like, turns around and gives you, like, this big fake smile. Like, <laughs> everything's fine. So tell me about this high priestess of yours. I'm surprised you don't already know of her. Her name is Sadie, and she's been our leader for months now. She's wonderful. We're all very dedicated to her and her purpose. So you guys are all now kind of walking. Um, the three of them kind of form, like, like a almost like a triangle around you. Uh, Satari leads the way and then Breus and Harold are like bringing up the rear of the group. Um, and she takes you back to that small park where you first met Guile. Um, and towards the far side of the park, there's some like overgrown bushes and she kind of pushes the bushes out of the way and there's a small path through like a thick grove of trees. Um, and so you're walking along the path and, and, and she says, yeah, we, we all adore Sadie. She's wonderful. Uh, so what is this purpose of hers? Well, I think that's something that you might have to find out from Sadie herself. If, if Carmos hasn't already told you, then I don't know. I don't know if I should share that information. I don't know if you've yet been accepted to our church. All I know is you've brought us a gnome. Why do you follow her? She's very powerful and promises great things that we believe she will be able to follow through on. For all tieflings? Yes. She sounds great. <laughs> she sounds pretty cool. I want to meet her. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> As you're walking along the path, you hear Breus kind of like sniffing at the air again. Um, and I want all three of you to roll me a perception check. That's a crit failure. <laughs> you got a one. I got a three. Holy bananas. A 15. <laughs> okay, Trigus. <laughs> yes. Whew. I got this, guys. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, um, um, also, sorry. On, I don't know if this helps or not. On perception checks, you add your wisdom modifier. <laughs> It's That's minus worse. one, so... <laughs> Plus one, 16. Okay. Kai, you're pretty sure you're outside. <laughs> Rachna, you've made some new friends. And um, Trigus, you... So, Breus and Harold are walking behind the group, and you heard Breus kind of, like, sniff the air again, and then you hear him kind of mutter to Harold, I don't like these guys. We should kill them and tell Sadie we found the gnome ourselves. And Harold... Kind of like, you hear him respond, ooh. And then Breus whispers, all right, let's go on three. Satari's going to join us when she sees what's going on. They're going to kill us. 
They're going to kill us on three. The one guy's going to count to three, and then they're going to attack us. Help. Rock now. <laughs>